as you know, there's a lot of talented photographers around the world, amazing talented photographers, but they don't know lick of business. They can't even, they can't even do this full time. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Photo Pros Weekly. I'm Brandon Heiss and I'm here again with Olivia Tuttle. This week we're going to take a deep dive with our good friend Will Kadena. Now Will is a wedding portrait and an event photographer based out of New York City. Will, how are you doing my friend? I am doing amazing. Today is a new day and today's actually my birthday. So yeah, well, I love this year. Well happy so, birthday happy my birthday. friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, something good. So, Will, for those people that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us kind of how you got your start in photography um, and maybe how that's kind of transitioned into what you're doing today. Uh, I am based out of New York City, and I got into the business when I was 13 through my uncle's wedding and portrait business. And I am officially today, I'm 38. So I've been in the business for a while, and I decided to start doing this more full time when I was about 16 years old and I have another uncle he's a he's a commercial fashion photographer and I started learning learning from him so if you see a lot of my work majority of stuff that it's that I kind of you know it's like a little bit more surreal HD quality you know what in that look is pretty much all in camera because I learn more of a commercial look to the feel of the images so my uncle always trained me do as much as you can in camera and the rest if you want to do a little bit of post but yeah, I try to do as much as I can in camera, and I do anywhere between weddings, portraits, commercial work, uh, and officially now we're part of one of the biggest leagues in the industry for body the bodybuilding world, which is really really cool. So we're like the official studio for the league, which is cool. But uh, and yeah, I'm, and I'm part of you guys. I'm part of the Westcott team, so it's pretty. It's an honor and. Uh, yeah, so that's a quick little bio about me. So yeah, awesome. I love what I do. So, so body, I love bodybuilding. How you know that seems like something that you're thinking, well, that's 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 not like a big deal. Like it's not on TV, it's not publicized, <laughs> but I'm not and I'm not downplaying it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's everywhere. I mean, every city in America at least has, you know, an annual bodybuilding competition, whether it be, you know, fifty people or, you know, in the bigger cities, probably thousands of people, you know, joining these competitions. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how did you get into bodybuilding of all things? Uh, it's funny because um, I, I always done fitness shoes, commercial jobs, you know, campaigns for magazine companies. And uh, so there was a competitor that reached out to me, I think it was maybe around, around six years ago. And um, she wanted something a little bit more unique. So she, she's been competing, I don't know, I think well over 21 years. And she was looking for someone that was looking to do something very unique. So. She contacted us that same day. Uh, my wife was actually available. You guys know her, Amy, and she came to help out the team. And sure enough, let's put it this way: the competitor actually ended up getting her money back because Amy got she became her coach. So so she got a new coach, and and ever since there, you know, Amy joined another team, and and we started photographing those competitors. And one thing led to another, and and there was a few competitors in the industry. Uh, that reached out to me and they were like, listen, well, there's a great opportunity. Why don't you submit your, you know, your resume and, you know, they're looking for a photographer to probably take part in this league. And I'm not into stage shots. I'm not into, you know, it's, I'm not into high volume in any way because I like to really get to know my clientele and that's more of my business model because uh, I want to make sure we're the right fit. And uh, we, you know, I looked into it. I reached out to a couple other vendors in the industry to see how I can make this process a lot easier. 
I submitted, they contacted us back, they told us what exactly, what was the, you know, the logistics. And they were willing to pay us just to be there for, you know, for the day. But realistically, as a business standpoint, because, you know, we do so many different things, it just didn't make sense for us to go out for that day for that kind of money. So I actually told them, listen, why don't we do this? Why don't we create a partnership? So instead of working for you directly, you know, it's, you know, two companies, two companies, two brands join together and we control everything between the marketing, between the photography, the video. So they won. They were hesitant because they never, you know, they never, you know, had a photographer offer that. And they found that a little bit weird because why would you want to come in and not get paid? But for me, it was more about, I know what the long-term what I could probably make as long as we hustle and we put in the work. Um, and sure enough, and next year, you know, one thing led to another, they, they said, okay, let's try this out. And two weeks before the first show, cause it was, it was supposed to be a tryout. Uh, they were beyond ecstatic what we've been doing, what we've been offering, how, also what we've been suggesting for them to make even more money. So it wasn't about only us. It was about, you know, how, how can we immerse ourselves into their, I guess, their livelihood, their, their lifestyle, their business for them to create more value and more money in their pocket. And they loved that. So two weeks before the event, they were like, listen, there's no reason to try you out. There's no reason to reach out to other photographers. Because they were close, to, I think it was close to 500 competitor. I mean, 500 photographers submitted for this opportunity, and they said, "Listen, we want you to be the official studio. So not just the photographer, but the studio, because I come with other team members." And that was it. And it's been a crazy 2021. So it's been nonstop shows. Um, yeah. So that's what we've been doing. So it's a little outtake of it. Yeah. So good. Good. So uh, that's cool. Do you have like advice then? I mean. You said, you know, you had to hustle to get, I guess, this partnership with them. So do you have <sighs> advice for photographers kind of get going? Yeah, just in general. I mean, it doesn't have to be bodybuilding. It could be anything. And that's one thing with my business and seeing, seeing that from my other uncle commercial and fashion when I was, you know, when I was a young kid, a young boy, I still feel like I'm young. But one thing when we weren't shooting campaign shoots down in South America in between, you know, days off. I would see him, like I would go with him. I was as a coffee boy. I would see him go knock on doors and reach out to people, bring the portfolio, show them, listen, this is this is what we could do. This is how I could bring value to your 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 brand. And so and from seeing that and seeing how much value you could bring uh you know, bring to the company, they appreciate that. So I started applying that not only just in my commercial stuff, but my wedding clients, my portrait clients, my family clients. And again, you could, you know, you could always, hey, this is my work. This is my pricing. If you really want to hire us, this is this is it. But we take him to another step is really getting to know how we could, you know, bring a whole different uh, level to them and experience most important most importantly. So they could they could always come back to us. And that's always the goal. So 92% of our clientele is referral based. And that's great because we don't really have to push so much in marketing and social media and branding. You know, I'm not that active on social media. And when I am, I post a few days and I disappear for months. So, <laughs> so Will, it sounds like bottom line, you're, you're kind of, you're taking the approach, not worrying about the social media, not worry, which is, which is fine. Some maybe argue that you got to brand yourself and I think you're doing that in other ways. Uh, but you're taking the approach of let me build re real relationships with clients and, and let's, let's not just, you know, shuffle through, you know, jobs. You're, you're saying, Hey, if I work with a client today, it, it's going to lead to something else tomorrow. Would that yeah. be correct? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely correct. Um, again, I, for me, it's like I'd rather not get 
It's not like I'm done for doing a photo shoot of a client. Let me, now let me go out and get another client. No, I want to see how we could, you know, you know, uh, like bring something new to the table. You know, we want to be like the family photographer. If we're doing a wedding, we don't want to be, we don't want to be just a wedding photographer. We, we want to be the family photographer. We want to go and do other milestones in their life, a baptism, christenings, to fur baby shoots, to whatever it is. And that's, that's the goal. Uh, because once you get another client, you have to re-educate them all over again, and that's time-consuming. So, you know, for that, I think that's the biggest thing for me. It's when I learned, started learning that about 10 years ago, it really started bringing something completely new to our business, and we started getting better clientele. So, you know, there's clients that actually value us because we let them know that we value them. Okay. So I think that's one of the biggest things for us is value each other, value our relationships, whether it's business, family, or friends. It doesn't matter. So tell so. us, tell us like besides that, that sounds like one thing you really probably wish you would have done earlier in your career. What are some other things that maybe if, if you had somebody who was looking up to you as a, as a mentor, um, you know, what would you, t what would you tell them just starting off in this field and wanting to get into weddings and, and events and uh, portrait photography? I think the biggest thing is, you know, take business courses, you know, learn, learn from someone, you know, I think these days because the cameras are so affordable and you could go out and buy a camera and then go on YouTube or on, on some of the social media platforms and ask advice, what lens should I bring out for a wedding on Saturday because it's my first job? <laughs> no, should not be doing that, period. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, would you, if you go on, on if you're going to be a patient to get, let's say, heart surgery, would you want someone to come in and just you know, unexperienced, it just doesn't make any sense. So, you know, save, save the learning curve, study under someone, someone that you admire, you know, could be anything. I, I still, to this day, when I'm free, I still reach out to friends in the industry. And, you know, Brandon, we're fortunate because we know so many people in the industry. I'm like, listen, are you, I see you're in town or I'm flying into your country or state. Can I come and assist you? Can I be your coffee boy? Can I be your bag holder? And because there's always something to learn. So by you doing that is one, you're investing in yourself. You know, sometimes you might have to pay a photographer to learn. I used to do it, you know, just to see what's out there. And that saved me so much BS, so much, you know, headaches. And it just cut, it, it cut the curve dramatically. So, and I still do that to this day. So learn from someone. Um, be open-minded. Don't feel like you know it all. I mean, and as you know, there's a lot of talented photographers around the world. Amazing talented photographers. But they don't know lick of business. They can't even they can't even do this full time. They rely on their on their spouse or their trust fund or whatever. I hear all the time. <laughs> I mean, I you know I mentor some students and it's you know they're talented, but it's amazing. Like you know, you know I, I'm I'm mentoring one person right now and you know she's beyond comfortable with life right now because her husband takes care of things and she has kids. But I'm like, what if he loses everything? can you actually financially take care of the family and take care of the bills? And that's how you have to look at it. So even if you're doing this as a hobby, you should really start taking it. I'm right. You know what, if you're gonna do this as a hobby, make money out of it. And you know, why not bring an extra income? So that's always the goal. So I always think of it this way, even though my wife works and thank God she does, and we have great benefits, but ever since before her, I always treated it like it's a business. This is my, you know, this is how, how I can take care of my family and my, and you know, myself. So yeah, learn from people as much as you can. Do you think so. that the learning curve is like more shadowing photographers and following them through social media and their videos, or is it like you said, getting those yeah, business I mean, courses? 
I mean, when I say, yeah, I mean, like in person is, is always better. Like, come on, like we all know, like there's a big difference between, you know, following people on social media and YouTube because a lot of it, look, just like that saying is like fake it till you make it. I personally think that's always been BS because especially now these days, if you say that, it's very easy to find out if you're, you're full of BS or not. Let's be transparent because anyone could post where they are and this is what they're doing. But the question is, what are you actually doing? Are you actually bringing in the income? Are you actually really doing that shoot? Because, for example, like there's some of those conferences you go to and they go and build up a, a portfolio and they use it as their own and they post it on a website. The question is, can you actually do the same exact thing that you learned at a conference or at a workshop uh, and deliver it to the client? Because all you're doing is really you're misleading the clients that's booking you. And if you cannot deliver that, then now you're already starting off with a lie. So it's like no different from our relationship, Brandon. You you know, I'm, I tell it how it is. So... I, I, give, I give you my full trust, vice versa, and and I want it, that's the same way how I treat my clients. I'm like, this is what we could do, this is what I cannot do. And and yeah, I think it's important to shadow people and be on site and see what they do because when you have a workshop, it's, it's a control environment. But when you're on real location shot, I mean, real, real location session, that just t- changes the ball game. So even for a commercial shoot, it could be 110, 99% it could be um, controlled to a certain degree, but there's things that happen. And that's when, when things happen, that's when you really learn. Because then you get to see how you, uh, how the photographer or the team members uh, work around that detours. That's right. So, you really can understand in a, in a problematic situation, uh, you know, if people yeah. are, are real and, and can handle the situation or, or if they fold under pressure. Do you have any stories where, like you knew instantly you were working with somebody who was just giving you a lot of bull crap? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> uh, you know, you know, it just, you know, it could be a client, it could be a vendor. Uh, I don't know. You know, there's clients that sometimes, you know, and this is like a lot of my old, you know, certain clients. There's always, there's always going to be that small percentage. Um, just, you know, we're in the customer service field. That's we, we deal with people's emotions, and you never know what is someone's going through during that day or during their lifetime. So, um, I had a client that, you know. It just everything went wrong for them that day and I, I, like a wedding client and she was being a piece of work, uh, you know, which, you know, I, I don't really see that much, but let's put it this way. Uh, it was so bad that day that a bird flew in and pooped all over her, you know, $26,000 dress on her and on her hair. And the bridal party, everyone started cracking up because <laughs> she oh kind of deserved it. You know what? She kind of <laughs> deserved it. Because she just how she spoke to everyone and, you know, it wasn't in a very nice way. And I did tell her, like, you need to be a little nicer towards your mother, you know, <laughs> towards your family. And especially towards me because there's only so much I could take, even though you're hiring a service. Because I know. can make you look good or I can make you look bad. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of my clients know I don't like to retouch a Photoshop. So you better hope I know how to pose you very well. There you <laughs> so. go. Yeah, yeah. So, So, Will, I introduced when I introduced you, I said your wedding, your event, your commercial. You kind of do do a bunch of different types of photography. Is there one that stands out as your favorite? uh, You know, on a day to day, like that, you really, I mean, get more excited about than the others. You know, why? That's a great question because obviously I do several different things, and I know like certain uh, artists like to focus on one genre. And you know, I'm very fidgety. I'm I'm very out there. I get bored very easily. And for me, is you know, it could be one day I could be like I'm excited to go do a fitness shoot, or another day I could be excited to go shoot a wedding. So I try to shoot 
like for example, I we used to do anywhere between anywhere, uh, you know, anywhere between 90 to 120 weddings a year. Now, personally with myself, I only do anywhere between 11 to 12 weddings a year and that's it. So now I actually get excited to go photograph a wedding because I really spend the time with the clients and the family members and so on. And same thing with my other clients. I want to take the time to really get to know them, whether it's a basic portrait session or family session or whatever it is, because I really immerse myself in, in their lives and they really get to know who, who I am and also my family. So, and this is like another reason why we constantly, you know, we get hired by the same people. So we build that rapport and that relationship. So going back to your question is, no, I mean, I, I, I pretty much, I think I like, I'll, the only thing I don't like doing is photographing babies. I just don't, you know, just something about it. I just don't like doing them and they're long hours. You, you know, you're around their time frame, and next thing you know, they're pissing on your camera and <laughs> into your lens and yeah, it's not the best. And then you got to crank up the heat and I hate when it's hot. So I'm sweating. So yeah, it's probably one of the things I don't like doing. So the other stuff I love doing. So <laughs> I don't know if I answered your question well, but you did, just- you didn't answer it well. I'll be honest. <laughs> that was a, that was a terrible answer. Well, <laughs> If I had a gun to your head, what would you rather do <laughs> today, this afternoon? What do you uh, want to be shooting? I say maybe if it ha- if I really had to pick one genre, then it might be maybe fam- family portraits because it's something so new to me to a certain degree. Because uh, I really started studying under Michelle Salantano, um, and I thought I knew family portraits. Nah, she's, I mean she's the master. Yeah, she is the master. I actually went to Arizona to go study under her, and uh, I told her, you know, can I come out to you? Can you know, can you just give me a rate to, for you know one-on-one mentorship? She said, like, what are you stupid? Just get on a flight, you know, buy me a case of wine, and after that, it was awesome. <laughs> she put me like in a boot camp, and I and I folded. I mean, literally the sweat. I was like, I can't do this. I can't handle these kids because I'm not used to shooting little kids. I'm used to shooting like maybe teens, you know, that you, you could control where they are. But yeah, and no, I folded, and uh, <laughs> and she told me. She's like, she's like, get it together, Will. Come on. I was like, I can't do this right now. I need, I need a drink. <laughs> so, yeah. But in, you know, it's, I think that is something so, so very new to me, the shooting like younger kids. So it excites you. Yeah, new. yeah. I'm excited because it's something so very new, and and I enjoy that. I love a challenge. I love a challenge. So I think probably families, family stuff. And I love selling wall art because I love printing. I love displaying stuff. You know, obviously you can see behind me. Anything that we really sell, it's really I believe in, and so, and I've been selling so much wall art when it comes to family portraits, and it's great because the, you know, the clients constantly come back when we want to do another family shoot, so two or three family shoots a year, this is awesome, you know. So yeah, um, yeah, because they, I mean, they just keep coming back as you know time goes on. So you have clients to stick around. Yeah, especially like during COVID. I mean, there were people were home how long, and they were like, "Wow, nothing's on our walls." Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and well, they weren't going anywhere. Sure, they, they saw mo- their family a lot too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there was more money in their bank account. And they want to, you know, putting it towards something like that. It's even better when it comes to us. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So absolutely. What's the, what's something people don't know about you, Will? What do you like to do in your free time? What you know? I know you like to travel. You you would rather probably be on a airplane heading somewhere than than anything else that's what i know but what what are some things that i don't even know what do you do in your free time man uh i think free time i think these days i I enjoy spending time with amy my wife and gizmo so i i enjoy whether gizmo around can we can we he's actually 
He's like a little leech. When I'm oh, <laughs> Gizmo. Oh, he's like, he got the fat head. He's sleeping. He looked like you just woke him up. If that doesn't make people watch on the YouTube yeah. channel, I don't know what does. And if we don't get a like for everybody that watched the YouTube channel and saw Gizmo. He gets treats. He gets treats. He loves chicken. So, yeah. You know what? Guys, if you guys Con is coming up, he'll be there. He's flying in with us, so. And yeah, if we can get on. if we can get 250 <laughs> likes on this video, I'm gonna send Gizmo chicken treats, something, <laughs> some kind of some kind of treat. So Gizmo, <laughs> you you better be uh, you big better cube, be, You better be creating some Google accounts and <laughs> liking the video here soon. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that was worth that was worth the whole podcast right there. Just <laughs> yeah. seeing Gizmo. That's it. We're done. Bye, Will. <laughs> Where's Amy? I'd rather see Amy than you. I know. Everyone wants to see her, especially when she's uh, she's on stage competing. You know? <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, she's uh, she should be coming home soon. All right. Well, oh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully she pops in towards the end here. I don't um, think we found out what Will likes to do though. <laughs> yeah, Will. What, he's, well, he's traveling. <laughs> he likes hanging time with Amy and Gizmo. I, I can still see Gizmo's ear. <laughs> His left ear is in the frame. You can you can push him off the table now, Will. <laughs> so yeah, now go back to I love honestly. I think these days really spending time home because ever since Amy and I started dating, I was never home more than two weeks out of the month. So um, so whenever I get a chance, just watching a movie or you know just you know you know ordering takeout. Uh, but when things open up even more, I think we're definitely gonna start tra uh, traveling because before then we used to love to travel and see the world. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the biggest thing. You know, I always travel before, but it's always nice when you get to travel with your best friend sure. and Aww. see it together and going through that experiences. So and I think that's also another thing that we do for like the holidays. Instead of giving each other gifts, we we like to create experiences and something that we got to think, you know, look back and like, wow, it was amazing. So and that's going back to what we do with our clients as well for for sessions and bringing that special moments together. So, yeah. That's sweet. So that's what I enjoy doing, man. So what's your go to takeout? Uh -oh. I think it's actually so tonight we're probably going we love Mexican but the Mexican you got to have in you know at the location yeah. but uh, I no takeout of Mexican that's, <laughs> no, that's no rule number Mexican. one in life <laughs> yeah well we learned that the hard way I was like oh my god what happened over here like this is disgusting now uh, I think it's really sushi I think we order sushi a lot more and uh, I was never into sushi but if because Amy got me into it years ago and uh, yeah I love sushi man so it's pretty good yeah, so sushi, sushi is the my takeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so Will, we're gonna do a little bit of quick fire before we wrap up here today. Uh oh, watch you, out! You ready? Shoot. You ready for it? <laughs> Let's do it, guys. All right. Favorite place you've ever traveled for an event or a wedding? Uh, Venice. Most comfortable place you've ever or you shoot weddings. Uh, Harbor Club, uh, Huntington, Long Island. Uh, scariest moment you've ever had at a wedding? <laughs> uh, this this year or like uh, a month? Yeah. <laughs> I think every day of the week. Um, like a freak out moment where you're like, oh, the day's ruined, I ruined this person's wedding, or... When our, when our camera got stolen with, with the media in it. Oh. How, After the wedding? I, I know this is quick fire, but how'd that one play out? <laughs> it sucked, but luckily that for that job, we were at, we were at the Plaza Hotel in New York City, 
And we had multiple crews. I think we had uh, four crews that day. And that was an extra uh, camera with, you know, for back shots on underneath the hoppa. So it wasn't, I mean, it was important, but yeah. That, so that, I think that, I think it was close to $16,000 between wow. the lens and, I mean, for, and the body, but it, that wasn't really important. It was really the shots. Of course. But uh, lesson learned, don't leave your stuff lying around, even though you're a few feet away from it. So we always keep gear really, really close. So, <laughs> but uh, thankfully we had extra shots that covered that beyond anyway, because we, we trained the crews Maple Leaf, there's only one photographer on the job, and that is you. Shoot it like you're the only one there. So, and that's what really saved us uh, with that camera. So, yeah. Okay. Goal as a photographer for the remainder of 2021? Uh, spend more quality time with my family. And, and then the last one, is there any big jobs you're looking forward to? No, just getting on a flight and going to Europe and just enjoying the life more and, and visiting my clients in Europe. You know, I miss them. You know, I miss seeing them. So, yeah, I think that's really it. Sorry, not that crazy, but yeah. Oh, that would <laughs> so. be a lot more exciting than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure I'll let them know that we're coming. They're like, all right, perfect, let's shoot. So yeah. <laughs> being like a work event as well. well that's, you've always had some pretty uh, loyal clientele over there, so that's uh, that's good. There. So. Well, good. Well, Will, we appreciate your time today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and spending some time on your birthday with us. Uh, where can people find you if they uh, uh, you know, want to look at your work, want to book you, want to hire you for their wedding? Uh, where can people find you? Yeah, just go on to Google, type in my name, and some, some of the social media platforms will pop up. But it's Will Kadena, that's it, at Will Kadena. And make sure, you know, we have upcoming workshops, conferences coming up, and Westcott will be there. So we'll be repping them. So make sure to check us out and, uh, you know, reach out, say hello. I'll be happy to chat with you. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode of Photo Pros Weekly. If you haven't subscribed already, do so on whatever channel you're watching or listening on. And if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you missed out because today you got to see Gizmo on the YouTube stream. So there's Gizmo one more time. <laughs> bye bye, Gizmo. Bye bye, Will. Bye. We'll Happy talk birthday. Next time. <laughs>